0: is Actually, You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline with assistanceforselfcare.com, where I teach you to consistently take daily action so you can feel happier, healthier, and more confident. So today is Tipsy Tuesday, and I want to talk about what to do when you've binged, what to do when you've eaten way too much food? Um, you felt uncontrollable. Um, you felt like, oh my gosh, I have to keep eating. I just can't stop. And you eat the pizza, and you eat the cookies, and you eat the cake, and you eat the ice cream, right? And you, you go to the store and you get more stuff, and you just you you overeat, and you feel gross, and maybe you feel a little guilt. I did something wrong, or you feel shame. I'm a bad person. This keeps happening to me. I want to share what to do um some really practical tips some really tangible things and then some stuff that you're going to have to work out to figure out why this keeps happening right so here's here's what usually happens when people binge um they use binging they're like see look you just ate a bunch of food and it starts They start to fall down this rabbit hole of really negative thinking, like a really unhelpful thought loop. Um, This is why you're not allowed to have pizza. When you have some pizza, it turns into eating all of the pizza. You're disgusting. You're gross. This is why you can't have this in the house, right? And so that thinking really perpetuates perpetuates the binging. That thinking really perpetuates the overeating because now you're telling yourself like, see, you're a binge eater. See, you always do this. This is why you have to stay abstinent. This is why you can't have it in the house, right? And this keeps happening over and over for people. Um, and then they'll try to do a different diet. That's usually what people do after they binge. They go and find an even stricter diet to um, you know, uh, discipline themselves. They find something that's even more strict. So maybe you were doing whole 30 and now you're like, you know what? I need to do the carnivore diet because obviously I can't be trusted with food. Or I think for me too, I was like, uh, doing 21 day fix. I remember one time I ate like a whole, uh, we got to a restaurant and they ate like a whole basket of bread when I got to the restaurant. And, um, I was like, see, this is why you can't be trusted with food. This is why you need to do whole 30. Right. And so we, we get to these like really unhelpful thought patterns, right. And it doesn't solve the binge. It actually perpetuates it. And we start to feel, you start to feel like less safe around food. You start to be more obsessed over food, Um, checking ahead at menus, constantly checking an app to see how much you're allowed to eat, when you're allowed to eat. Um, Food is just always on your mind. And so what to do when you've had a binge? I guess we want to create the life that you actually want, right? And so a lot of people, that's hard for them. (laughs) It's hard for them to imagine a life where they're not binging um, because they think that that means that they have to be on a diet. But I want you to just take a second and imagine a life where you're not binging, but you're also not on a diet. You know, for me, I, after that last pizza binge, I was like, I imagine this life where I could have some pizza without eating all of the pizza. That's what I really wanted for myself. So I want you, after you've had a binge to start to imagine what, what do you want for yourself? in the best case scenario, what would that be, right? We're going to start to create that life and you're only going to create that life by taking action, right? And so if you've had a binge, like let's just pretend it's Labor Day weekend, you kind of went off the rails and ate a bunch of food. Number one is continue on with your self-care habits that you know work. The things that, you know, help you feel good. So continue on with drinking water, continue on with eating the five Ps, you know, make yourself a really awesome salad, make yourself a really awesome dinner that has plants and protein and a little bit of processed fun food. Continue on with those really, those systems for self-care, continue on with those things that that's not the problem. Um, that's not the problem. Um, The next thing I want you to do is journal. We got to figure out why the binge happened, right? Did it happen because – like what was the trigger? Was it you didn't eat enough food in the day and then you got to the end of the night and you were ravenous and ate a bunch of food? Um, Or did the binge happen because you went to a get-together and, you know, there were chips there and you previously hadn't been allowing yourself to have chips and then you had some chips and you're like, ah, see – you know, I can't be trusted. That thought, that thought, um, perpetuated in action. I can't be trusted. Well, if I can't be trusted, I might might as well just eat a bunch of food, right? So you really want to figure out what what was the thing that caused the binge. And I think that if you've grown up not trusting yourself around food, you think the cause was that you're untrustworthy, that you have no self control. But really, when you dive in a little bit deeper, you see that there's other things. Like one, you didn't eat enough to um having some chips that made you think that you have to eat all of the chips another thing that happens for a lot of people is um emotional eating they had a stressful day at work or they had um a really an enjoyable day this weekend and they're eating and they don't want that joy to end they don't want that pleasure to end they just keep eating right so we really have to figure out like what caused the binge Um, And when you figure that out, that's going to help you map out the next steps that you need to take. So again, we talked about number one, continue on with your self-care habits Two, journal and figure out what was the trigger, what caused the binge. And no, it's not that you're uncontrollable. It's not that you're a terrible human. Let's really figure out what's actually going on. And then the next one is one thing that I don't want you to do. Okay. This kind of goes along with the continuing on. I don't want you to over exercise to deal with those extra calories. We think like, oh my gosh, I just ate 5,000 calories. I need to go run 10 miles. I need to go to, I need to go to morning and afternoon workout classes, right? I need to, right. I need to starve myself to deal with these extra calories. I want you, again, this goes along with the continue on, continue on with what you know, works, what you would want for an eight-year-old version of you. Um, don't use exercise to punish yourself for the food that you ate. Um When you do that again, then you start to think about exercise. Oh, I'm only exercising to burn calories to do something to my body instead of doing something for my body, instead of, you know, getting stronger or feeling good like mental health. So again, the one thing I don't want you to do, I don't want you to over-exercise to deal with that influx of calories. Trust that um, by continuing on with small habits, by continuing on with your systems for self-care, um you'll get your body will get to a place where it feels good and also trust that you have to trust the process and by trusting the pro- like you have to show up and do these things right um when you trust the process and you do the things that i'm talking about the binges they occur fewer and fewer um you don't go from being a binge eater to magically knowing how to handle yourself around food in 30 days whole 30 is a lie it doesn't happen in 30 days it's going to take time so progress is not linear um, but it, and it also, it takes time. So one of the questions that I use with my clients to judge, like, um, see if you're making progress and it's like, well, what is the problem that you're having? Oh, I, I binge eat. Okay, cool. Is it happening less frequent? Oh, yeah. You know, it hasn't happened in a while. Isn't it? Is it happening less intensely? Oh, right. Like, yeah, I had, you know, I had half of a pizza and half of a cake instead of, you know, eight pizzas and eight cakes. Okay, that's less intense. That is progress. Um, and is the duration shorter? Yeah, you're right. You know, this duration, it was three days of poor eating. It used to be weeks and weeks and weeks, right? So it feels hard to say that that is progress, that, you know, it didn't go from black and white. It didn't go from A to Z. But but that is progress, that doing something, it being less frequent, less intense of the duration, lasting a shorter period of time, that is progress. And soon, like the more that you practice this, um, it, it stops occurring. It just doesn't occur. Or like I shared last Friday, you'll have the urge to do it and you know yourself so well, you can actually catch that urge. And pick a different action, pick an opposite action. You get better at this the more that you practice. So again, it's not overnight. It's not black and white. It takes time. But again, the the progress does come and has to come with you consistently showing up and taking daily action. But I want you to just imagine this life where you aren't binge eating on weekends anymore. You aren't going to parties and feeling out of control, right? So if that's what you want to stop doing, imagine this life where weekends feel normal. You can go out with your husband and have a drink. You can go out with your girlfriend and have some pizza. You can have a glass of wine. You can go to your family's house and have some pizza with them or have a barbecue, right? I want you to imagine this life where you feel pretty good around food. In fact, you're not thinking about food every 2 seconds. You're thinking about other things. You're thinking about your kids. You're thinking about fun things that you're doing with your partner. You're thinking about exploring the neighborhood that you live in. You know, I've been posting a lot on social media recently of just me exploring Chicago. I don't I'm no longer tracking food or being obsessed with food. That frees up that mental space to go do something creative, to make some art. I had a client um who, because she was no longer so obsessed with food, it freed up this creative part of her brain where she started drawing again. I want you to imagine that life where you're actually doing things that, you know, really create this amazing life that you're living. Um, you're no longer doing these things that make you feel scared or like, yeah, like you're just living this crappy life, right? So I want you to imagine that life where you can be doing the things that you want to do, you can go out with friends, you don't have to check ahead, you're cool what you know whatever the food situation is, you're gonna be able to figure it out based on what's there and imagine imagine going to bed and your stomach feeling normal, like you don't even notice, oh man, I'm you know a lot of times people feel bloated, they've eaten too much, you don't feel that you also don't feel that um that hollowness that like oh my gosh i'm I'm so hungry at the end of the night your your stomach just feels normal. Like it just feels good. It's, it's, it's hard to put a word on it because it's just, I don't know. I know what it's like to overeat and have a stomach ache. And I know what it's like to go to bed starving because I starved myself. Your stomach just feels normal, right? And I want you to imagine being able to wake up and again, your stomach feeling normal. Your your heart's not racing because of too much sugar. It just feels normal. Your st- so your skin feels good. My skin used to be in so much pain. Like you touch my arm and it would hurt. And I want you to imagine just your body feeling good. Good, not gross. Feeling good with the food. Feeling good as you wake up. You know, energized, excited. I want you to imagine that life, and I want you to think about what you need to put in place to create that life right and so that's like what you know when i talk about imperfect eating and imperfect eating mastery that's what i want to help you create i want to help you create that life where you just feel normal around food you feel good you feel at ease you're not counting the days until you have to start a diet um you're just continuing on right and when you have that life you can travel. (laughs) You don't have to isolate yourself. You don't have to you know, make a list of foods that you're allowed to have in the house and foods you're not allowed to have in the house. You just feel normal with food. So again, Imperfect Eating Mastery, it's going to help you create that life. It's not a diet. We're actually going to do a lot of life coaching and figuring out the life that you want and the actions that you need to take to create that life. I'm super excited about this. Again, Wednesday, September 8th is the absolute last day for you to register for Imperfect Eating Mastery. Click the link in the show notes or go to systemsforselfcare.com. Remember, take action. Nothing changes unless you take action. I will see you tomorrow. Bye.